Happy Friday, book lovers! This week we're going to spice things up a little bit with the multi-talented Caitlin Shortread. Caitlin is a fellow librarian, music teacher, and recently she has written, illustrated, and self-published a series of books. Mini Melody Explores is not only children's fiction, but a music resource with immense potential. When Caitlin first told me about her book series, I immediately knew I needed to tell everyone I know about it, and so here we are. One last note before we begin. If you catch some odd grunting sounds, that is Caitlin's puppy, not me. Grunting encouragement. On with the show. Okay, so welcome, Caitlin Shortread, to Sarnia Famous. This week's episode is a little different. We are... We're co-workers in a library, (laughs) (laughs) not divulging our county of work, Um, and you're also a music teacher, yeah? You got it, yes. Yes, I am an elementary music teacher. So one day, you and I were working together, um, and it was a quieter day, so we had a little bit of time to kind of get to know each other, and you were telling me all about a book that you had written and another book that you are you were in the process of writing which I believe has also dropped now and I was so excited about your series um, that I thought you know I have a podcast and I feel very passionately about lifting other ladies up I think we're often taught to be in competition with each other instead of you know finding ways to lift each other up. So I thought, what the heck, I'll use this platform. So this isn't necessarily theater-based, but I mean, hey, it's music. We work in a library. It's kids. The arts. The arts. arts. That's right, sister. So, So yeah, so I just wanted to give you this opportunity to to nerd out with, with me again about your book. I love it. I so, love it so much. So first book is, well, the series is called uh, Mini Melody Explores, correct? It is, correct. So why don't you take me through it? Take me through the first book, your brainchild, the experience. Our, my, my little passion project. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, so with this whole book idea, it kind of came to me as like a dream in the middle of the night and I woke up and I jotted it down really quick in my iPhone because I was like, oh, that would be like a really cool cartoon series or I don't know. That just I've never heard of anything like that before. And it was just this weird dream. I'm like, oh, that's a cool idea. But I didn't really think anything of it at the time. And it was in the middle of the pandemic. Right. So it was right in the midst of all the the not fun stuff. And at that time, I wasn't back at the library yet. But... I approached the next best person that I knew to ask, and um, my cousin, she she's in a library system, and she was able to work through the pandemic, mm-hmm. and I kind of approached her with this book idea. One day when I was over visiting, and I said, hey, I don't know if this can be <laughs> anything. It might not, but, like, I'm going to pitch this idea to you, and you tell me what you think. And so I, I told her what the idea was, and I was like, "Do you how, how could this be anything? And she was like, you do know you can self-publish you just have to figure out how to do your illustrations and then you know just do your research and go from there so she sent me some really cool resources um i don't know if you've heard of the book how how to 
published a children's book, but I read that and I kind of just did, I know, I just kind of did some research on my own after she told me that idea and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try and make this, this a real thing. So Mini Melody Explores the Piano is the first book that I launched in November and before I even launched the book, I kind of released the, the cover and kind of let everybody know what it's about. And my series is, it's a, it's a fictional picture book, and it's a, it's a rhyming picture book. And it's essentially, Mini Melody is like a little cartoon version of myself, how I would imagine myself in cartoon form. And she... She realizes that she sings this magical song when she presses middle C at the piano when she's in music class and then she shrinks down and she's like, oh my goodness, I get to explore the inside of these instruments because um, she just really wants to know how they function and how they work. And I think that's the learning aspect of it. So it's fictional, but uh, we also get the educational element uh, and learning about the instruments because she gets to go inside them, which is really cool. And, and as a, a music teacher, I found that it was a resource that was non-existent. I didn't see it anywhere in the library system. I didn't see it anywhere in music resources that I've come across. And what a better way to, you know, get primary students engaged and, and you know, to show them in a story because they love stories. They love reading and they love imagining. And so um, I went ahead with this idea. I, I launched it to my friends and family on my socials and I said, hey, I'm going to release this book. It's kind of just like a pilot project, a passion project. It's going to be multicultural. It's going to be educational. It's going to be uh, super fun and it rhymes. Let me know what you think. <laughs> and uh, I had a really cool overwhelming response from my community back home, um, originally from Northwestern Ontario, and a lot of people reached out. They thought that was really super cool. And um, it it encouraged me to kind of proceed with it and, and release it and uh, kind of get it out there and, and hope that other music teachers can use it, especially when they're teaching about instrument families and instrument function. It's so important for us to have those resources. And if they don't exist, why not make them? Yeah. <laughs> I want to help, help other people like me. Um, so yeah, so Mini Melody explores the piano. She goes and she explores the inside of the piano. She learns all about the tuning pegs and the strings and the soundboard and the damper pedal and, and all that fun stuff. And then at the end of it, the tagline is kind of, which instrument will she explore next? And so it just keeps going on to um, the next instrument. And um, so the latest one, uh, the first one is like string slash percussion, right? Piano falls into that kind of little niche pocket there so there is a little bit of different categorization for the first book but the next one is a string instrument I chose to do the guitar and so she she explores the the inside of an acoustic guitar but then her her teacher Mrs. Palmer and her friends make an appearance in in this latest book and they kind of come together and collab with teamwork to explore the inside of an acoustic but also learn uh, the properties of an electric guitar so that's it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool, and um, I I love being able to bring in some some fresh new characters and emphasize teamwork and and all that good stuff that we want to to share with our kids in schools and and yeah, that's I'm 
See, I'm going now. Oh, I yeah. love it. I love it. I'm, just, I'm here for it. Can't, can't you see me? I'm over here with my tea like, aha, uh -huh, aha. Uh -huh. I, I love it. I, uh, I'm going to show you. I don't even know if I didn't. I didn't know if I showed you. Yeah. The new is, book. This so is the newest shiny. one. And it's, it's all shiny and, and fancy. And so each book looks similar on the back. That tagline is which instrument will she explore next? Um, and she's kind of she's jamming out with her acoustic yeah, guitar. Yeah, rocking hard. She's rocking hard. But I'm just I'm just so excited about it. You know, if if I can encourage kids to to read, and it's one thing at our school, right? We have particularly our demographic uh, students. They're they're low readers, and we have uh, a huge task on our hands to encourage them to to read and continue reading and mm -hmm. what better way to mix mix literature and, and music all in one than to put it into a book <laughs> absolutely it it's so brilliant like even he, hearing you talk about it again I'm, I'm reminded of that feeling that I had like I got butterflies in my tummy because I'm like uh, this is this is going places <laughs> and there's just so many so many avenues you can go down so many different types of like you said multicultural you can go into specialized instruments that are specific to a certain culture you are saying you introduce some new characters there's spin-offs all over i see there but yeah. let's let's backtrack a little smidgen can you yeah, tell yeah. me tell me what the the self-publishing process was like yeah, I think that the trickiest thing for me, and I, I think I, I showed you this on the day that, that we first spoke, is that, you know, with digital illustrations, I really had no idea what I was doing, right? Like, I, I had everything in my sketchbook, and I had some ideas of what I wanted things to look like, but how was I going to make this, like, come to fruition? How was I going to make this work? Um, and I literally showed the process from my sketch to my quick sketch on a notepad all the way to me taking the months to kind of hone in on what digital illustrations were about. I think that was the biggest hurdle for me because I really I really wanted to, to do the art piece of this to, to be able to self-publish myself. And the avenue that I went for self-publishing the first time was through Kindle Direct. So it was through Amazon's self-published service. And it was essentially, I don't want to call it a trial run, but it really, it really is a trial run, right? You figure out what works, what doesn't. And you, when I was coming into my second book, I, I learned a lot from self-publishing and doing more research even from then. The do's and don'ts. <laughs> the do's and don'ts. Um, but again, a lot of that came back to the tech side of the art. And it's, there's a lot more that goes into it than you than you think. So you you had the drawings just kind of doodled in a notebook mm -hmm. and then you learned was there a specific program like did you have to to teach that program to yourself take classes online or how did that come about? Yeah so I didn't end up taking any classes online but I did watch a lot of videos and purchase products for a program called Procreate um, so Procreate is a digital illustration platform, and I kind of just, through trial and error, kind of figured out how to, to navigate it myself. I purchased the, the brush sets that I felt were appropriate to the, the art that I wanted to put out there, right? Because there's different, there's different art styles that you can accomplish with digital art that you might not be able to accomplish on pen to paper. 
but I wanted it to kind of replicate as close as possible to what I had on paper. So um, I made sure to kind of do the work and research what I had to purchase to get to the look that I wanted. And then from there, I followed professionals that, that do it online. And I kind of tried to copy their techniques and hone in. So there was a lot of pilot, shall I call it, mini-me examples on my Procreate program. <laughs> they, they needed a lot of work. So even the, char- <laughs> even the character from, from the beginning stage... You know, she, at first she was actually had glasses on. She had a, a clip that had piano keys in her hair. Like, lots of things changed um, over the course of what I started to, to what I was happy with in the end. And, you know, visually at the at the end of it, I, I came out to be happy with the mini melody that I created. And, and from there, even from the first book, you'll see from, from publishing the first one, um, I've tried to hone in my skills more. Um, but it's all a learning process, and I'm I'm not afraid to say that, like, as you progress, it, it will get better, right? But there's always going to be the, the first try, and you can only go up from there mm-hmm. and, and take in feedback and, and go from there. So. so had you, is drawing something that was part of your, your repertoire before this, or was that something you kind of needed to do on the fly? So I've always done things in the visual arts and the arts departments like that's I'm the arts kid so I always did um, a lot of uh, and people back home will know this I took part in a lot of musical productions and a lot of um, I helped do painting of, of sets and, and, and you know things like that so we do have a connection to the theater nailed it. it okay carry yeah. on <laughs> I mean yeah you know like I I was the cowardly lion in the 12th grade yeah. you know Wizard of Oz like you know what I mean <laughs> I have a strong connection to musical theater. Perfect. Um, but but yeah, so no, I, I always had a passion for arts and visual arts. And at one time, and people will know this, you know, I, I tried to take on painting after. I had an art course in, in I'll backtrack a little bit. I had an art course in university, and I'll, I'll give credit to this this one professor that, that pointed out in my drawings that said, I like the style, but you never focus on negative space. And then from from there on, I was like, Negative space. Now that's all all I'm going to think about is negative space. Negative space. So basically, like, my art style after that, I I picked up a little bit of painting when I was finishing up my years in in teacher's college, and I did painting on the side. So I would paint on rocks or do, like, canvas paintings, which is really fun for me because I would just spend a lot of time outside just painting, (laughs) which seems kind of, I don't know. I would just sit outside and paint. That sounds Um, lovely. Yeah, I know it was really <laughs> calming and, and, and lovely and, and awesome, but there there was a point where I thought, well, I don't know if this, like commissioned paintings is something I really want to do long term. Like I don't know if this is my passion. I do love the arts, but this isn't really this isn't really what I I, I want my art stream to be. So I took a break from that, but I've always I've always drawn and I've always done different art visual arts mediums um, with music and cartooning is, is one of my favorite things to do so I think that that that's why that makes sense with the with the illustrations of my book because I'm like this is this is where cartoons happen I love it <laughs> I hope you yeah. can't hear my cat howling outside the door um I can't <laughs> okay good because like my microphone picks up so much all I can hear is hello hello uh, 
Anyway, love- sorry about that. Um, oh, all that, good. It's all that, good. That's great, though. So, I mean, it does not take away from the fact that you, on the fly, had to take it from being in a notebook into a digital medium. I think that is incredible. Thank and you. And so what... Can you can you tell me what you've got in the works? Like some other some other books that you're maybe thinking about, or is that like a big top secret? Um, I will say, <laughs> and some people know, um, I do have the next instrument picked out that I'm going to be doing in this series. Right, I'm going to continue this series so it can grow and 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 it be something and cover a lot of bases for the education stream. Um, so I, I will say that the next instrument does belong to the brass family. Oh, I it belongs to the brass family. Um, Mini Melody is going to be exploring um, a fun instrument that's part of the brass family. Um, from but from beyond that, you know, I I think that there's opportunities for me to expand to different storytelling avenues as well. Uh, but for right now, I really just want to stick to my, my passion project um, to create this this resource and this series. Um, so all I will say is brass family. <laughs> okay, so then, okay, so then, forgive me, because I don't know squat about musical instruments or anything like that. But that's okay. So then the first book being piano, the second mm-hmm. book being guitar, and then brass can you tell me how that works and this might just be for my own self but like why you would choose to go that route to choose first piano why piano first and then why guitar and then like what's the rhyme and reason behind that that trajectory so the reason that the piano was first a i and people know this i've played piano like i've done voice and piano for the longest those are my two main instruments. I went like I went to my undergraduate degree was in voice, right? We did I did my piano courses with that and, and I've I've played and sang for a long time. And the piano is kinda like my my little baby instrument. You know, I love I love playing the piano and I, I know a lot about it. But the real true reason aside from the fact that I know the most about it and, and I'm really well versed in what I can say about it is that that's kind of where Minnie Melody's magical adventure began because she had to sit down at the piano to realize that this magical song turns her into Minnie Melody. Um, so that's that's really why I started with the piano because what better way to, okay, well, she's shrinking, then she's not going to jump to. She's not going to jump to a random instrument, right? So she's going to explore the one that she's on, and she's like, wow, this is amazing. Um, so, yeah, that's that's, it's kind of a... Probably not the greatest answer. But. No, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. I actually, like, I blanked for a second and I forgot about the, the, the key that, see, this is why I ask these questions, because maybe I could play, pay a little bit more attention. But I love that. I love that there's so much of yourself in the book yeah. and so much of what you're passionate about. And I think that's, it has to be what shines through, you know, other than the fact that it's absolutely brilliant you are so passionate about it and obviously very educated and qualified to make this book. And, and yeah, your, your passion for it definitely, it's contagious for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much. I uh, wanted the friends to come into the second venture adventure, like I said. So, you know, when, 
when we're asking like why the direction to the next one, the guitar was one that her friends needed to help out with, which is why, you know, right? Because in the book, if you, you see it when, you know, when the people listening, if you decide to read it, you know, you'll see that in order for her to discover the function of it, she needed the, the help from her friends. And right, I really wanted to bring it. I wanted to bring in the teamwork elements with that one. Yeah. And then her, and, and, and they appeared at the end of the first book. Mm. Um, so she has, she has three friends. I'm not going to release the name of the other friend that's appearing in the third book. Um, he was, there was a picture of him, but I, I, I don't want to release too much, but, um, uh, Zirwa and Evie are her two friends that appear in Mini Melody Explores the Guitar, and they help her out there, and then her other friend in, that appeared in book one is going to appear in book three and help out because they, they play the brass instrument, so they're going to help out in that way. Yeah, I just, I wanted to highlight the, the aspect that, you know, She's not doing everything on her own. It takes a takes a team to to do things sometimes. I even said that to my students the other day. I read I read my book to my my grade two class, and they noticed that there was an emphasis on on teamwork, and it's something that we we encourage with them every day, and and to work through and solve and problem solve with each other because there's so many little arguments that come up on a team. <laughs> with young students, so that was important for me too, is to kind of put those those, like, those moral elements in it too. So yeah, I, yeah, I love that though that it's not so then it doesn't teach kids like that they need to know all this stuff on their own. Mm-hmm. It teaches them to kind of leverage the knowledge of the people around them and embrace exactly. and and like you said, teamwork. So on that note, are you? Are you collaborating with other people who are familiar with maybe instruments that you're not, or is that something in the works? Or so I I know that I I want the crew, shall I say, the team. I do know that in the future they're they're I shouldn't even say I know that they will be exploring on a special field trip um, on an, an instrument that uh, <laughs> that they will need help with from a, a special person coming in. And this is where I want to highlight people that I've collaborated with in the real world to bring their knowledge in for the different instruments and, and, and different cultures that I might not be as well versed in, mm-hmm. but does not mean that we cannot work together to get that information out to, to young readers. It's, it's, it's going to be a pretty cool pretty cool thing when it happens but as you know I I, I was mentioning this at, at work that I want to have the, the few out with the I don't want to call it traditional but we have a westernized westernized band instruments right mm-hmm. um, I'd like to cover those first to cover those bases and then expand yeah. from there uh, I don't want to jump the gun and and, and those those too soon but that's that's the hope that I have for it is to pair with these knowledgeable people around the world to to share knowledge and get it to young readers mm-hmm. and, and and teachers like me to share i think it's it's gonna be pretty cool so brilliant like i'm excited to see where you go with it as i said before i really hope that we get to see it in our library soon too which uh i want to be like ah, i knew that was coming out i knew the inside scoop she was on my podcast <laughs> um, I've I've got some I've got some things in the works. Let me tell you, I've, I've reached out to some people and I've heard 
a few things from different realms, but I will I will update you okay. as soon as I I know things for sure. But uh, I'm really trying to as as much as it's it, it's tricky for me, and I mentioned this before. I feel like self promoting can be a little bit intimidating sure. in a way, but um, it's it's tricky. But I I really want to to get this out there so that people people can use it and and use it as a resource not just a you know not just a, a storybook it's an educational resource and I, I just I want it out there for people to to use because I know there are so many people in especially the elementary stream of education that have to teach music that don't necessarily know anything about music but they that's part of their job and I think that this can help those those people too and like to me it came to you in a dream and when you soft <laughs> soft launch people were like yeah give me more give me more and then you know I, I just think the universe sends things to us and it's it's up to us whether or not we listen and don't uh, don't lose that that momentum don't don't let your inner saboteur talk you out of it i remember what you told me at work all the time all the time saying don't give up don't give up don't give up and i i try to tell myself this i could be my best self-advocate or my worst enemy <laughs> so i try to keep telling myself that and um i'm trying to just like spread the word and and i hope everybody just gets as jazzed up as i am about it because it's uh it's it's pretty cool you keep talking to people about it and they will like it's just gonna happen and that quote that i and i tell myself this all the time um, your inner saboteur is as clever as you are and that's RuPaul and like there are so many ways that RuPaul is quotable but that yep. one uh, on the daily I tell myself that one but yeah so uh, before we go is there anything else that you want to add? <laughs> I'm trying to think um, no pressure. Well, I, guess, I guess one one thing that I do want to let people know is that because with this second book I, I chose to to publish through a different self-publishing avenue so that I could get it to be where I wanted it to be, how I envisioned in my head with the, the hardcover and the size and the, and the quality and the print quality. So I will say that for my first book, I think eventually I will republish in the same format so they can keep an eye out for uh, like a republish of the first book so that I can kind of have a concise streamlined size and look of all of them. I want them to all be the same so that it, it, it sends across the same mes message across the board for, for all the books. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they can keep an eye out for that. But but for now, book three is in the works. So that's that's it. That's all. <laughs> that's it. Just like two 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 <laughs> books published in, in how many? Like six months or something like that? Like that's, <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, it's a huge accomplishment. But thank you for taking some time with me today. It's nice to Thanks see your little face. This and... is my first podcast ever and I got to say it was it was awesome and fun and uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it helps we we work together and you know there's a, a little bit of rapport there. Um, but I I'm, I'm I'm honored that you would take the time and uh, I'm excited for you, dude. Really Thank you. Ah it's awesome. I can't wait to work with you next. I think I'm going to be working with you soon. I hope so. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to talk about your progress. You'll keep me keep me abreast of of things as they come along, and we can make more lanterns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thank you again. Um, 
on a good on a good laugh we'll leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect time. Okay, uh have a good evening. Thanks. Okay, you too. Thanks so much, Dallas. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, kids, that's all for this week. I will include all of the links for you to check out and purchase Caitlin's book. See you next week.